think we're recording. Can you can you hear me, Chris? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. G'day. How are you going? Good, good. Can you hear me or not really? Yeah, I can. Uh, I'll just check and make sure. Hmm. Just stay there. The wonders of technology. Seems as if we're recording, so are you still there? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, that's the end of the show. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> Let's do this again. <laughs> oh, this is the best podcast we've ever made. <laughs> It'll be insane if we don't get any listeners for this one. It won't make any sense. Um, well, are you happy for me to introduce this one? Absolutely. We didn't discuss this beforehand, but yeah, I, I agree. You should you should introduce. Go for it. Thank you. Um, this is one of the things that I pride myself on in life, is that I'm <laughs> quite a good introducer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. Well, I'd just like to welcome everyone to another suddenly, uh, sorry, suddenly. This is Chris, and you can hear my co host, Pat, laughing at me in the background. Hello. Hello, everyone. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve, to everyone. Thank you, Kat. Um, well, that's my bit over. Can I throw to you now to um, do the next bit? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, we're um, we're speaking tonight using the power of technology. So I am once again in Melbourne. I was briefly in South New Wales, but now I've come back to Victoria. And I um I'm speaking to Chris across the ether. Chris is still in South New Wales. Um so the podcast is going ahead. Uh yeah, by the power of technology. Uh, yep. Um and and yeah, it's been a it's been a good day. I've I've watched a lot of T V. What did what did you do today, Chris? Oh, that does sound like a good day. Um, I thought you were going to say something like, we're bringing this to you by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> oh, I should say, I've got Keith with me as well. Oh. Keith's with me. This show's uh, sometimes mascot. Um, Keith, the panda, is here with me in Melbourne. He's wearing a tie, so he looks very fancy for tonight's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how great. Um, Keith ha- has a way of speaking... Um, it, well, he doesn't actually say anything, <laughs> but <laughs> it's sort of a, an acknowledgement sound, isn't it? Like, mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. <laughs> There's Keith, everybody. Yeah, and you know, he's not a he's not a panda of many words, but when he does say something, you know, it carries a lot of weight, right? You know. <laughs> mm. 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 
That's right. Oh, dear. That's, that's great. Well, it's great to have Keith along as our <laughs> guest. Um, he's the star. He's the star of the show tonight. Yeah. He's sort of like, you know, like he, he does look a bit like Elvis. <laughs> yeah, you know, a, a young Elvis, a sort of trim, pre the fried banana, you know, peanut butter sandwiches before before all that. Yeah, true. More kind of 90, 1967 comeback special Elvis. That's right. <laughs> Leathers. Is that your is that your favourite Elvis? What is your favourite Elvis, Chris? Well, Mine's a dead Elvis. No, no kidding. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He's, he's got some great songs. Yeah, do, do you have a favourite era or is it sort of different songs are good and they're not located by era? Oh, no. The, I, I I really like his Las Vegas stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, I don't uh-huh. if that was an era or whether he did that over a long period of time, but maybe sort of later Elvis. What, what about you? Mm-hmm. Now that I've given away my position on Elvis. Oh, no, it's good. I, I only like movie Elvis. So, yeah, the, the songs from the movies are the only ones. <laughs> I'm even struggling to say that out loud. <laughs> I like a good clam bake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think there's also one that's like, we're going to win this race. Um, cause he, as you know, Elvis was... Uh, I was a car driver in a lot of in a lot of films. You sure? You think have a is that a real thing? I had a feeling that's clam bake, isn't it? <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure it's a piss take. It's someone doing a piss take of Elvis. <laughs> I'm just thinking, we're going to win this race. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah. I, I think I kind of agree with you though. That there's some golden moments on on those films. <laughs> that that time where um actually I, I wanted to I Clam Bake is on um, one of the streaming platforms. Is it really? Oh what a huge mistake. Yeah. Anyway, in a oh oh here's the little white cat. Oh, it's taken over. Yeah, jumped over the fence. Um as I was saying to Kat earlier we have a little white cat visit here now and again, uh, like most days, maybe maybe a few times a day even. Um, and it was just in the yard then, after dark now. And um, I think it heard me speaking and just disappeared over the fence. Um, yeah, I started to watch Clam Bake thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, oh, no. No, I did. And I, and I oh. that for no more than oh. 10 minutes. It, so it, bad. It was pretty cringy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think you told me that Clambake was one of the worst films that he ever made, didn't you? Did I? <laughs> yeah, you you had some weird Clambake facts. I remember. Maybe you looked it up on oh, Wiki one day when we were on shift or something. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, In another life. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, that's true. It was considered to be that, and Elvis was going through some. Personal rough, a rough patch, yeah. Like he was maybe, you know, like listening to Bob Dylan and, and sort of um, thinking, not, you know, nothing was worth it. I think it might have been like late 60s or something. And, um, or I don't know when. It's got to be later in the 60s at least. And yeah, 
he was thinking about becoming a bit more counterculture, I think. And then he signed up to do this really lame. <laughs> I mean, it's called clambake. Who thought this was a fucking good idea? Like, <laughs> well, you might get to eat a whole lot of food. Do you reckon that's what it was about? He just loved he loved clams, and he thought, even if I'm in a bad place, I'll just eat myself to death, <laughs> death via clams. Good thing to. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like seafood, Chris? Yeah. Well, I'm not that into it. No, I mean, me, me neither, but... <laughs> that's, true. That's, that's probably why we're not, um, like, famous singers. Mm. <laughs> either of us. Because we, uh, we don't like seafood the way Elvis did. We... <laughs> we suspect about it. <laughs> but, yeah... Um... Grand times. I, I I don't know, Kat. I don't think we have quite enough hours music in our set. You know, like it's true. Our live set. Yeah. We've got we've got maybe half of one, and you've probably got two. But together, we we've probably only got half of one. It's true. It, it depends on whether there's suspicious minds that consider to be an Elvis song or not. Why? Why wouldn't you consider it to be an Elvis song? <laughs> who, who, whose song would it be? I think it was done by like a band in the eighties, made like a big hit again. Do you think? Do you think that's true, Chris? <laughs> I think so. That, did you not hear it? I mean, it's a little before your time, but I thought you might have come across it. You know, like how did it go? Uh, I think it might have been like UB forty or someone like that. They really do a version of that. I think so. That band's got so much to answer for. I am, um, I'm a purist, Chris. You, you know this about me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I, I've only ever cared about the Elvis version of that song. I've, but I don't think I've ever heard this UB40 song. In fact, I go out of my way to stay away from UB40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red, red wine. Stop! 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop! Goes to my hey, 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 what is this? Hey, hey. No All more right. of that. Similar era. What about <laughs> Huey Lewis and the News? What oh, you? you know how much I, I love them. Come on, bring it on. That's I the power of it. love, Chris. <laughs> I can have I live love is a curious thing. <laughs> you know how they're in Back to the Future, my favorite movie ever. <laughs> tell us. Tell us more about it. Um, there's, there's this one scene in Back to the Future where uh, the main character, Marty McFly, who's played by, what's that guy's name again, Chris? Oh, oh, uh, he was in a show, wasn't he? <laughs> Michael something. Is oh, it Michael? Michael J. Fox. That's it. Yeah. I keep on thinking Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox's. Um, Character that, that you know, Marty McFly plays guitar in a band, um, and uh, I guess I guess because it's like the late eighties, they they do like a little bit of it's sort of like a metal band, and they do uh, yeah, his band tries out for the school dance to be the band playing for the school dance, and um, yeah, he's really shy and he, he doesn't really take um, negative criticism or feedback very well. But anyway, him and his band do like a a. Uh, like metal version of the power of love, 
uh, instrumental. And then Huey Lewis, actually Huey Lewis, is the person who's, uh, you know, deciding who will be the band uh, for the dance. So, like, he's the auditioner, the band auditioner, and then Huey Lewis tells him to stop. And then it's just like, you're just too loud. It's this funny thing where they're playing a Huey Lewis song and Huey Lewis is like, this is rubbish. It's really, <laughs> this really fun cameo that Huey Lewis is actually in the film. Um, but yeah, you've, you've heard this story a million times, Chris. It's just a, it's just a, yeah. Okay. What's your, what's your favorite uh, cameo of a musician in a, in a film? Uh, sort it's of like a cameo, piece take. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you do it? Ne- can you do it? It's very Nietzsche. Thank you very much. Um, Actually, if I if I didn't have this Huey Lewis one, I don't know that I'd be able to think of anything else. Tbh. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. That's a good one, that that Huey Lewis one. Uh, it's so lame, isn't it? You know. I'm just trying to think back. I'm pretty sure. Um, no, I, I don't think it's lame at all. It's really cool. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he seems like it was definitely the '80s when you look at Huey Lewis, right? It's where. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> what are they, like? He was sort of like the height of the up. I reckon Michael J. Fox was as well. You know, I don't want to diss Michael J. Fox. Hey, 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 Wasn't hey. He, he, I mean, he's pretty conservative looking. Um, do you think? I don't think he wasn't a yuppie though. He he came from like, didn't he have like working class parents? Oh yeah, Irish. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Irish American, <laughs> the worst kind. Father <laughs> oh, was a New York cop. Yeah, brothers Robert De Niro. I've had a brother, uh, that an uncle in jail, Uncle Jailbird Joey, which we find out in the in the in the the movie as well. There you go. (laughs) Oh, I thought that came out in Growing Pains or whatever it was called. Sha la la la. You know, the whole time I'm trying to divert your attention away from the question that you've asked me, the very good question. Oh, look, I could just talk about um, trivia from um, the <laughs> from the Back to the Future trilogy. If you if you need me to do that, Chris, I could, could fill up a whole couple of minutes while you're thinking of your favourite um, musician cameo in a movie. Well, you know, it might come to that. But, um, I feel like they... anything but that. Anything <laughs> but that. I can't talk about that to the future anymore. I see some. Sometimes I see like somebody like around the shops here at Maitland wearing like a Back to the Future T-shirt or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You can get them from from Kmart for like two bucks. Can you really? Yeah, yeah, I've got one. That's how you get them. They're like less than you get change from a five. <laughs> I sh- I shit you not. They're less than the sum of their parts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that works, but yeah, there are some really good Back to the Future T-shirts uh, around. That's, a, that's great. That's yeah. so good. I'll score them next time. But I reckon Billy, um, there was a punk guy, sort of punkish sort of guy in the eighties. Billy uh-huh. someone. Billy someone. Hmm, okay, that doesn't really go well, does it? That's not very entertaining. No, it's yeah. okay. I mean, if, uh, if you can, if you can think of the Billy someone. 
what, what, what movie was he in? I, I, do you know that there's a film called The Wedding Singing with Adam Sandler in it? Uh, yeah, I think I've seen it, yeah. Adam Sandler's almost a pop star, maybe. Is that <laughs> what, are you talking, what are you talking about? Okay, no, it wasn't that one. It's another film with Adam Sandler in it. <laughs> what? And, and um, Adam Sandler and who's there's a, there's, a, there's a famous woman over there somewhere in the United States that maybe hangs out with Adam Sandler every now and again. It's that film. They're in it together. And uh, she's, going, she's, going to, she's going to get married to somebody who's sort of a bit mean. And, you know, like... Okay. Uh, and then... Um, but she Is really, it Drew, Drew Barrymore? Oh, yes. That's it. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is the one that you said. The Wedding Singer? I think it is, it yeah. Is. It totally is. Oh, God, I've nailed it. <laughs> I'm so I, I don't know the name of the You're name. hilarious. No, I you don't. Are. I'm not sure of the name of the mean guy. But, yeah, um, the wedding singer, Adam Sandler, is yeah. is like a, like a Bob Dylan-style character, right? He's got, got the hair and the nasally voice. And, okay, okay. But, yeah, that's just my take on that because, like, I see the way. Is it? Do you ever watch a film that has a male character in it that doesn't remind you of Bob Dylan? No, like, could we have said? Could we have said any movie and satisfied this criteria? <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, that's that's true. So no, no, that's look, that's fair enough. That's fair enough, Chris. They're on a plane towards the end of the film. Do you remember that scene where, um, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, maybe they're on a plane? Anyway, this guy, um, <laughs> this rock star is also on the plane. And okay. he's got, like, blonde, spiky hair. And, and spiky and, hair. And, you know, he, he normally jumps around and does crazy sort of loud, punky, post-punk songs. Okay. I'm pretty sure his name's Billy. Okay. Um, so, what's his name? Billy. That's your favourite. Yeah, That's Billy. your favourite cameo. That's my favourite cameo. He's on the plane and he says something to Drew Barrymore like, you know, you should be going with this wedding singer guy. He rocks. Something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's my favourite one. And I think he... The, I think that's really good. credits uh, him singing a song. You know, like one of his one of his favourites. One of his best. That's, that's cute. What that's, a paper that's, that's, he's done, eh? No, no, this is this is really good. I'm really impressed that you could think of this. That's really awesome. Good job. I think that's, that's my favourite because I actually like that little old lady in The Wedding Singer who does that sort of rappy dance at the wedding. I have no memory of that. Actually, I, I remember very little of the film. I'm shocked that I remembered that Drew Barrymore was in it. What what sort of rap does the old lady do? Is it like a... A bit drop, drop, I don't know. It's at a wedding and she just... <laughs> <laughs> a bit pop, beep, 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 pop, beep, beep, pop, pop, in sort of a rocky style thing. Could be as, more like while she's dancing around. Something. Like she's really very good and sweet. Oh, yeah. I keep. Makes I keep. Yeah. yeah, I um, I think there's only one scene I remember, and it's where one character, I can't remember which character it is, keeps on saying Julia Gulia. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's Adam Sandler who keeps on saying it, or or it could be someone else. Yeah. I have a I have a small thing where I like sometimes hate Drew Barrymore. Sometimes. 
What do you base that on, Kat? Like her face, I don't know. Sometimes her face is just really annoying. Hmm. I think I think her best role was when she played the little kid in E.T. Oh, right. She was the little sister. Yeah, right. Didn't know she was in yeah. yeah, yeah. She Yeah, she plays it like a sort of adorably cute little sister. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. What about her influence in Donnie Darko? Sorry, what? <laughs> Donnie Darko. Oh, she's the teacher. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, I totally forgot she was in that. Are you like a Drew Barrymore fan? Oh, oh, no, 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 not me. No. Oh, I think I think it's time to come clean. Drew when Barrymore? You, what? <laughs> when did you first, you know, decide that you were in love with Drew Barrymore? Oh. Which movie? Which movie did it? How many Drew Barrymore? Have you seen Charlie's Angels with Drew Barrymore? Oh, oh. Yeah, probably, but <laughs> uh, no, really. How long? How long have you loved Drew Barrymore, Chris? Oh, oh, I don't think I've ever fessed that up to myself. But so, yeah, to, to to the listeners, if it sounds like I'm really like hammering Chris about this, it's only because I general I I feel like I know most things about Chris, and I didn't know about this Drew Barrymore thing, and I'm genuinely shocked. <laughs> it's like, how have you not told me about? Your fucking, your fucking love of Drew Barrymore. Like you've been hiding this for like a long time now, like a very long time. It's amazing. Have you, ever, have you ever noticed, like, like um, when you knock at the door, uh, the front door, right? And <laughs> yeah. then I don't come immediately, and there's a whole lot of scurrying around, and maybe you know, sounds are like you, paper rustling and everything. Are you throwing Drew Barrymore into a closet? <laughs> I'm getting all my Drew Barrymore posters down. You know, they're usually sprinkled up below <laughs> the wall. You probably see glue tack marks. This is, in my mind, this is the level of um, subterfuge that you have employed to keep Drew Barrymore from my knowledge. Well, it's come out now. It had to come out sometime. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that it has. Do you have? Do you have any other actresses in your closet, Chris? Oh, well, no, I from being, um, I'm, um, you know, like Maitland. Um, Drew Barrymore, you know, club secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Your club president, what is it? President, I was, I was trying to get away with just being secretary. Why do you have to tell the, <laughs> tell the truth? Um, no, I think that's the only one I have. Otherwise, I'm perfect. Um, can I um can I ask what your favourite Drew Barrymore film is, given that you've seen them all? Is it, is it too hard to pick one? I'll give you a top three if that makes it easier. Was it too shy to... What's that song? Too shy. Oh, no. She's not in that. But give me the top three. Give me multiple guests. Yes. No, no. You have to choose the ones that you love the most. Oh, okay. I feel like, oh, that's too easy. Oh, that's, that is easy. Yeah. Bring it on. I, I've seen a lot of them, but I've only been sort of barely present through them. I mean, it's <laughs> Yeah. You're sort of just, just too busy being lost in the, the deep blue eyes of Drew Barrymore. I, I like the one where, is, is there one where she's kind of... Is there one where she's, of course you know there is, go on. Well, she's sort of hidden away or something. and it, It's in sort of we olden times. And, um, and um, maybe she's like a princess or something, but she's she's living a poorer life. Um, I have no idea. Okay. 
That one doesn't go. What about, isn't there one where she's a witch with other witches? Um, maybe. maybe? Nicole Kidman could be in it. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, I thought. Um, yeah, the, I reckon, the, okay. Two, uh, 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 two and three. Uh-huh. After, oh, no, hang on, you're telling me. Yeah, what do you got? No, 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 they, they, I've seen, I've seen the two, the, I, I've seen two Drew Barrymore films. One is E.T. and the other is The Wedding Singer, and I barely remember The Wedding Singer. So I guess those are in my bottom two. But yeah, what's your, what's your, what's your tip? Oh no, I've seen Charlie's Angels, so that can go up there as well. But yeah, what's your, what's your fave, Joy? I think there's another one where she's like maybe at a beach or something. Oh, actually, the one, the Ye Olden Time one that yeah. also, that has a famous woman actor in it who's her mother in the film and uh is there is it a, Meryl Streep? Well no, not that famous. But she uh-huh. has dark hair and quite a slightly severe face. Um slightly severe. Um she could be Angela somebody. Angela. She has dark hair. Yeah. And when you say severe, does she have like a strong jaw? Or yeah, yeah, and a bit long in the face. Huh. Uh, I've got it. She was in the Adams family as well as Morticia. Oh, the lady. Yep. Yeah, I it, I don't it, know this ye olden times film. Okay, that's okay. Um, Is it Devo? Did Devo things happen? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure she was in it. Um. And she was in one to another one with Adam Sandler, and I think it's like in Hawaii or somewhere. And I think like they were a couple, and he comes back and ten first dates or something like that. Could it be? Fifty, fifty first dates. Fifty first dates. Mhm, mhm. Someone has a memory problem or something. Oh yeah, that's right. That's her. She has it, I think. And that that's a good one, is it? <laughs> Well, I know she's in it. Sorry. I'm not even completely sure. I'm pretty sure. I trust you, Joy. I trust you and your encyclopedic knowledge of Drew Barrymore and her <laughs> filmography. Anyway, that's it. You've got the, that one. You've got the Yelden Times one. And you've got the one where I think she's a witch with Nicole. <laughs> Can I imagine her being a witch? She usually plays like these really nice characters. I could have that confused with somebody else. No, no, I'm sure I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. So yeah, I just uh yeah, like I say, maybe I have a small aversion to Drew to Drew Barrymore. Yeah. She's no Kate Winslet, Winslet as you know. No. The, the Meryl Streep of our time. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep of our time, Kat. That's right. Um but yeah, thanks for thanks for finally fessing up about the whole Drew Bar- Barrymore obsession. That's that's good to know. Yep, pleasure. You notice that I don't ask you about your Drew Barrymore obsession too much or comparable obsessions? Would you, you mean like my back my Back to the Future obsession? <laughs> oh, well, that's the point. You're Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Excuse me. Oh, I just had to blow my nose there, sorry. Okay, I came inside and plugged the 
Yeah, we don't want to miss out on some of this recording. It's incredible stuff. <laughs> we can edit that out in the post-processing. <laughs> in post, Chris. That's what uh, that's what it's called, I think, in the in the biz. Uh, post. Post what? Post what? Yeah, something something like that. Something like that. to get this show back on the rails, Kat. You, you full well know it's our Christmas show and the listeners yeah. <laughs> hang out um, to hear hear some Christmassy things. Uh, so I know you've got a few things there, you and Keith. Yeah. What do you got up your sleeve, Anderson? Uh, today I was supposed to make some origami snowflakes because I, I got a link in an advent calendar to make some origami snowflakes. I think I was supposed to make them yesterday as well. And then instead of making them across those two days, I just watched TV in the afternoon. But I think if I can get my ass into gear tomorrow and not watch TV, then I'll, I'll finally be able to make some of these snowflakes and uh, and bring them to my parents' house for family crimbo on Friday. That's the, that's the plan. That's a good one. <laughs> How about you? Well, for me, um, I went and got a haircut today. Oh, that's great. And the girl who cut my hair, um, she told me um, a little bit about her Christmas. It was uh-huh. it was nice. She, she was maybe, she'd been cutting hair five years, but and my guess is she was around 20, and really, really lovely girl, seemed to be from um, Cessna, so pretty much full country. But, um, yeah, so she's spending Christmas mm. with her partners. Okay, when she gets home after work tomorrow, which is her last day, um, she can't relax because she needs to cut her partner's hair straight away to get ready for, for Christmas. Oh, gee, that sounds very stressful. Yeah. And then, anyway, they're having it. It sounded like a really um, traditional sort of Christmas, or like uh, I imagine he's like he couldn't be any more than say forty-five. She's twenty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they they're going to her. Um, her aunt. The reason uh, it was it's. It was, you know, when you're getting a haircut, the haircutter person sometimes asks you these little questions that they must ask everybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she, she asked me, how many people am I buying for this year? Oh, gosh. Yeah. And I said, oh, uh, maybe uh, I'm a bit of a Christmas Scrooge, you know. I'm, I'm not super into the buying thing. Um, and And... Um, you know, it just seems to reek of consumerism, all that. I had to come up with some plausible excuse that I'm not, <laughs> not very Christmassy. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, Joe. And she said, well, I'm, I usually buy for my three sisters and my partner and all this, but this year I'm not buying because my cat has had an operation. And um, the cat's doing fine, but it costs $5,000. Yeah, well... I'm not 
um, are not going to be able to buy Christmas presents this year. And the cat, this is going back to a like a uh, something Cat and I were chatting about off air, but it's sort of uh, <laughs> important to both of us. Uh, the cat had a, like a completely blocked bottom, and so was was unable to poo the poor thing. Oh no! Yeah. Is that what cost five grand? Yes. To clean out the cat's bum. Yeah, apparently so. It cost five grand. That's crazy. That is crazy. But yeah, I thought um, the cat's doing well, and she seemed really happy with 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 the cat. It's only a kitten too, like less than a year old. Oh what? Yeah. What were they? What, what were they feeding the poor thing? I don't know. I don't know. Jesus, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, they're delicious, so you know. Um, but yeah. yeah. You'll have a fairly typical Christmas, apart from um, not giving presents to many people. Well, to nobody, indeed. You've nailed it. You have absolutely nailed it. You got any more? Um, Christmas things. Uh, my mum told me that, so I called her today, and she told me that um, that tomorrow, is it tomorrow or tonight, Tonight she's going to make, um, yeah, okay, so, so tomorrow um, is a, where, where my parents come from, tomorrow is a, um, a sort of like fasting day. You don't eat any meat. Um, you just eat, you can eat fish though, uh, the day before Christmas. Um, and so there's this sort of like traditional fish sort of stew. It's made with smoked cod and it's, I want to say disgusting. It smells really, really, really strongly. So she said she was going to make that tonight so that it was ready for tomorrow. And she didn't have to do anything tomorrow. Um, she also said she was going to make some, uh, like, brioche. She makes a really lovely, lovely brioche um, with, like, lots of lemon rind in it. It tastes so good. Um, so she said she'd make that tonight as well. So, yeah, the house will probably smell of this stinky fish thing tomorrow when I, I go there after work. But it'll be okay because there'll be some delicious bread and butter to um to kind of, yeah, counterbalance the really the most disgusting thing I've ever smelt. It's kind of like, I think it's like a bin, but it has fish guts in it or something. It's just, yeah, it's, it's intense. What a Yeah. Have you ever ever sort of had any kind of, you know, coddy, smoked, salted cod thing? Yep, I have. It was a, <clears throat> um, in, in my childhood, it was typical to eat, for the old people to eat that, older people, the, the adults to eat that, a barista on Good Friday. Is it a, is it um? does it smell bad? Yeah. Yeah, oh, great. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad you know about it. Oh, that's great. How bad is it? Isn't it just the worst? Yeah, it's phenomenally bad. I could never... Like, I had it's to hold my nose. I think I... Eye-watering, isn't it? You're, like, you're about to cry. That's how fucking gross it is. I, I couldn't figure out why they would do it to themselves. Um, I, I guess it's, you know, an acquired taste, I guess. I suppose so, yeah. Oh, well, you pour it tomorrow. Yeah, she um she does this nice thing where uh she cooks it outside now. 
because we um we would all leave the house if she, if we knew she was going to make it. We'd just spend the whole day outside. And she doesn't like it when we're not there with her, you know. So now she cooks it outside in the house. We close all the windows in the house. Um, and then it doesn't smell in the house anymore. It just sort of smells outside. On a little barbecue or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, on a little barbecue. She has to wear a Hascam kind of. You could give her the proper signs and everything. You'd be like, oh, you need this kind of this kind of sign. I used to love, uh, uh, the listeners probably don't know, but early on in my working life, I worked, worked as a Department of Labor chemical inspector and Hascam signs first came out. But like my favorite signs were the Christmas signs. You know, you could get Christmas has cam signs if you. If you want. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so funny. You know that. <laughs> Just like Bob Dylan's Christmas album. You know. <laughs> uh, it's, come, it's come full circle. You brought it back to Bob as you always do. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm diluting the truth. I'm, I'm sort of drifting off. Yeah, it sounds like a great day for your mum. Oh, she's making it tonight. And, Eating it tomorrow, is that it? Mm-mm. She um she does this thing where there are a couple of people that she knows who really like it. So she you know, puts like a couple bottles or whatever into a little little pot and then gives it to them. So yeah, she she I think she makes quite a bit of it for um yeah, keeps some for herself and my dad and and then gives gives a lot away to others as well. Yeah. Other people apparently enjoy eating this, you know. Well, um, um, a Hungarian friend of mine, as you know, he, he um, they have that, um, eating fish at Christmas as well. Um, but it's, for them, um, it's up. And they turn it into a slightly spicy soup um, with that. I think it has that Hungarian, special Hungarian colouring to it. It's reddish, isn't it? That sounds gross. <laughs> uh, like paprika or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, it's slightly related, right? It's just maybe using, although cod is is cod a thing that's common in Croatia? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, I I think it is. It's common along the coast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm. Well, I'm, carp is, I would imagine, pretty common in um, Hungary. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Just People just use what fish is practical for them. Would that be fair to say, do you reckon? I think so, yeah. I reckon that sounds right. I remember Chubba telling me the story that um, at Christmas time, he being the, the boy, he was allowed to go and choose the fish. And then, I think I've got this right, then they would bring it home and leave it in the bath Oh, God, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, and, and he really liked the fish. 
and then you know of course they'd kill it and put it into a soup and they'd eat it um, was he sad about the death of the fish he didn't seem particularly sad about it no maybe mm-hmm. he got used to mm-hmm. the idea of somehow that being the tradition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I spoken about it correctly. I think I have. I don't even know where they would choose it from. I guess there must have been fishermen plying the Danube and other rivers over there. And they would catch the fish and sell them in a market or something like that. But yeah, it was a thing. I've heard one other person I bumped into in life back in Australia describe the same thing. So I'm pretty sure I've got that right. Yeah, it's an interesting twist where they keep the fish in the bath for a night or something. It's part of the celebration, I suppose. For Santa. For Santa, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it smells as bad. I've had that once um, down near the um, Serbian border and... um, Near that, uh, near that river that comes off the Tatras, I can't remember what it's called all of a sudden. Um, and it didn't, it didn't really smell bad. It, it wasn't super unpleasant to eat at all. <laughs> was it good or just not super unpleasant? No, it wasn't good, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. And it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wasn't sure about eating carp because you know we don't tend to eat them over here. Anyway, yeah, we've got we've got standards over here. You know, it's not like that over there. Oh, that's right. I piggybacked in then on your story with my story, so I think it's back to you, Kate. No, no, that was great. I really liked that. Um, that was that was lovely. I, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else we're gonna do. I um, I think uh. We used to do this thing on Christmas Eve where we'd all um, be at the house. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, or maybe not, not my brother and not his kids, but um, like the rest of the family. But this year, one of my siblings is in Canada, but also um, one of my other siblings who lives in Melbourne, she will be spending Christmas Eve with her partner's sister's family. They're going to do like a dinner on Christmas Eve. So yeah, she won't be around for the. We usually do a movie night on Christmas Eve, um, and then my mum goes to church often at midnight for some sort of midnight mass. I think that's right. So we we watch we watch movies until she goes to church, and then we go to bed. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we we wait for her to come back from church. Um, but uh, I'm not sure if she'll do that this year. Um, she hasn't really been going to church because of the whole whole COVID thing. Um, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure even what kind of services are running for for Christmas. But um, yeah, that that used to be a tradition where we would watch movies and and she'd go to church and then we'd we'd sort of go to bed. Um, That's a nice. But yeah, yeah, it's fun actually. I'm not sure how it'll play out this year though. Yeah, it's true. Um, oh, I'm guessing you'll go for Drew Barrymore if you do watch movies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that that one, that old timey one she's in with um, Morticia. Yeah, yeah. I reckon um, that would be nice to do a dusk to dawn, like um, <laughs> um, like go to a drive-in dusk till dawn on 
Steve? What do you reckon? Was that, a, was that a thing? Could you do that? Oh, well, not on Christmas Eve, no. But Dusk Till Dawns were a thing at drive-ins. Usually really scary films. Was it just like kids having sex in cars? Is no, that all it was? No, mostly. <laughs> I you like, absolutely. <laughs> I used to go to the drive-in and I think I was probably the only one there watching the movie. Oh, you loser. That's so cute. <laughs> I went there with a. Um, with you a went with your sister, didn't you? Yeah. Friend of mine, like you know, a male friend, and we didn't realize that it was like um, it, it was some sort of like vaguely porno sort of film that we. <laughs> oh jeez. How awkward and hot. It was. <laughs> yeah. What, That's hilarious. Is it your turn to get the Chico rolls, Alan? You know, um, Dim Sims this time. You know, we'd always be just going off to the to the shop. It was like crazy. Yeah, I, that was the other good reason for for going to the to the um, drive-in. Um, you could get like an amazing amount of fried food there, basically till sunrise. You know, yeah, like, where do I sign? That sounds amazing. <laughs> Again, they can take everything. They can take everything from me. Yeah, that's right. It's gold these days. You don't get that everywhere at the moment. Do you? I, what do you think about buttered white bread with hot, recently fried chips in it? A chip sandwich. How do you spell it? No, no, no tomato sauce or gravy or anything. Cut into triangles. Oh, it sounds totally fucking insane. I love it. I love the idea of it. Carb on carb with butter. <laughs> that sounds that sounds delicious. Did, was that your favourite or? Yeah, that was a favourite. Yeah, we didn't have that in our house, but um, yeah, not even at Christmas. But yeah, I remember sort of. Now and again, I'd go to somebody's house and they'd be having it. That's uh, gee, really, really didn't have much in the way of like food culture, did we back then? Like, we'd pull the blinds and they'd say, the butter, bring us the bread. <laughs> oh, how great! I thought you were going to say hundreds and thousands, and I was going to be like, yeah, very better. I love it. It's great. love that that story um i guess I, I, I don't have anything to match that but like as a little kid um there was an element of dusk till dawn i, I would be so excited about christmas day that i wouldn't be able to sleep wouldn't matter you're so cute do you know that so super cute <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool. so sweet um, my sister was much the same she couldn't sleep either so you know, we'd, we'd compare notes. We'd be so exhausted when we get up. Like, <laughs> God, that's you know, so funny. We're your... <laughs> that's cute. Were, were your kids the same? Um, I think there was an element of it, but, yeah, I, I think they were a little bit more robust. I think they were able to get a few hours in. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember, actually. Yeah, so we had our own kind of dusk till dawn, but we just lay there pretending to sleep. That's very sweet. Mm. 
I, I don't know. That was a bit of a lame one. <laughs> I loved it. It's so very web. Listeners will just have to, um, I think, listeners will just have to go with it and, and sort of uh, uh, maybe um, yeah, just understand the thinness of this yarn as well. <laughs> I think I think that's why the listeners come, Chris. That's what they're here for. So good job delivering on the goods. I um I'm starting to get a little bit tired, I don't know about you. And I've got all these snowflakes to make tonight, so I um I'm tempted to I'm almost tempted to start to wind up the show tonight. What do you think? It's been, you know, been pretty high quality, don't you think? (laughs) Drew Barrymore, I mean, it's got it all, really. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it won't be any complaints, I'm sure. Uh, (laughs) It's the suddenly suddenly Christmas special. Um, Well, I'm. I'm going to sign out and I'll give thanks for everyone for listening and I'll give you the final word, Kat. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Chris. It's such a nice um, such a nice chat tonight. I had such a good time. And if I was mean to you about Drew Barrymore, I didn't mean to be. It was only just because I was shocked, like I said, that I, I hadn't known about it already. And it, it made me, you know, uh, a little bit, um, you know, of an interrogator. So I apologise. But um, to the listeners, I say, have a safe, merry, silly season and a happy new year. And uh, we'll, we'll speak soon. Take take care of yourselves um, and other people. Until <laughs> next time. Hooray. <laughs>